All right. Welcome back, everybody. It's February, and we are here to talk about a new word and how we can parent and raise kids who display this value. I'm here with my friend, Dr. Beth Trammell. Beth, can you uh, introduce yourself to everybody? Yeah. Hey, everyone. I'm so excited about kindness. Um, And I am a psychologist and an associate professor of psychology at IU East, Indiana University East in Richmond, Indiana, where I also direct the Master's in Mental Health Counseling Program. And I really try to focus uh, in helping kids and families, parents and teachers to focus on making words matter for good. You know, so you and I are both words people. We love the action that comes behind powerful words. And so I love that we are um, kindred spirits that way. Absolutely. No, for sure. Our, our, the work that we do meshes up together so well. Um, and that's why we have you as a part of Core Essential Values, where we use these monthly words to teach kids in schools and then help parents and community organizations uh, reinforce these and live these out so that our world can look different today and for sure in the future when these kids that we're talking to right now become the leaders um, and, uh, and and lead our world. I have to tell you, I think in the past couple of weeks, we've seen a lot of young people um, really stepping into some interesting and new roles in leadership. And I, I love it. And I love to know um, you know how how they've been raised and trained to to demonstrate some of these words and it's really, really amazing and inspiring for us to keep doing the work that we're doing when, when we can see kids and young people starting to live out values like kindness, which is what we're talking about this month. And the way that we're defining kindness or we're applying kindness in the world is um, the kindness is sh- showing others they are valuable by how you treat them. So I'm saying that slow because I want everybody to kind of absorb each of those words, showing others they're valuable by how you treat them. I think sometimes we just think kindness is a whole bunch of things and it's really kind of nebulous and, and hard to describe. You just know it when you see it kind of thing. Um, but, but this month we have a really specific definition and it has to do with showing people that we believe they have worth and they have value and that they matter. So talk to us about how we might do that with kids in elementary school. It's so good. This word, this definition is so good. And I know we say this every month. So if people are listening to our podcast episodes over and over, they're like, yeah, these nerdy ladies are just excited about every word. <laughs> and we, re- we really are. Like every month we are equally as excited about the next word. Yeah. So the reason I love this definition is because it does talk about two major components that matter so much to me in elementary school. First is that Kindness is an action word, right? I'm showing, I'm showing, I'm doing something. And I believe we do that with what we say, with what we do. And, and this might throw people for a loop a little bit, but I think it's also in how we listen to other people. And I don't mean listen like they obey, to, they obey what parents say, right? That's a different podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for me, it's action and it's people-oriented. It's about relationships. It's about our friendships in elementary. It's the, the friends, how we interact with them. That's what kindness is about. Yeah, Beth, I think that's, that's such a good point. I think, you know, at, at the elementary level, the friendship side is so, so important. They're just developing those and, and building those. So I'd like to hear more from you about those three things that you just mentioned, what we say, what we do, and, and how we listen. How can we really emphasize those and encourage those in our elementary kids? 
Yeah. So with our elementary kids, they're very concrete thinkers. So exactly what we're saying to them as parents is exactly what they hear, right? So when we say, you know, when we talk to them about kindness, we want to be really specific about how we want them to talk, how we encourage them to use their words. What are they saying specifically? So we might talk if you have, um, you know, more than one child, you might start with talking about kindness in the words we use to communicate to our brother or our sister. And so when we hear our kids say something that's kind, it's important that we label it for them. That was really kind. That was a really kind thing to say to your brother. If we hear them using unkind words, it's important that we label those words and then give them other words that would be kind. So you'll hear me talk about this over and over, that so often what happens for us as parents is we do a lot of correcting of behavior, but we don't actually give them the replacement behavior. We assume that they know, we're like, well, they know how to behave. They know that that's not nice to say to their brother. Yeah, except in that moment, right then, they don't know how to use a different word. So we've yeah. got to help them. Yeah, that's that's really good. That's interesting. Um, so I also was thinking about at this age, you know, how difficult it can be sometimes to be kind to those in your own home. You were just talking about that with a brother or a sister. I think sometimes it can be easier for kids who have been raised to, you know, they know that the expectation from their parents is to respect others or to be kind to others or whatever. And they know if they don't do that at school, that they're going to get in trouble. But at home, it is a different ballgame because their brother or their sister gets on their nerves. And so kindness just goes out the window the minute they get home from school. So how do you encourage that same level of kindness as a parent that maybe you, that you insist on or that you, you discipline on outside of the home? when you're just exhausted and they're all around and and they're just fighting and there's no kindness within the home. Yeah. So I have a couple of things that I think about here. So first uh, realize that our elementary kids have not developed great emotional um, expression. They've not developed a whole lot of emotion regulation and their frustration management may be terrible. So when they're frustrated it may be really hard for them to choose kind words. Yeah. Um, I have a a five-year-old, a seven-year-old, an 11-year-old, and a 13-year-old. And my three youngest are all boys. And you can imagine when they all get together and they're playing and it's competitive and then people get frustrated from the five-year-old to the 11-year-old, all kinds of words are flying around. So... (laughs) I think it's important to first realize that when our kids come home from school and maybe they have kept it together all day at, at school and they've done a good job of, you know, being kind to their teacher and being kind to their friends, sometimes it's really hard to keep it together. So I'm not saying they're allowed to just call anybody whatever it is, but I am saying that some of our kids, especially our elementary kids who don't have st- have good frustration management skills, they need a reminder and then they need to try again, right? So my kids might say something when I tell them, okay, it's time to take a bath. We talk, I talk about baths a lot (laughs) or showering or whatever at this age, right? Where we say, all right, it's time to take a bath, go upstairs and take a bath. Ah, you're such a mean mommy, right? 
So their words may fly out because they can't um, manage their frustration, right? So instead of me punishing him right away for being, quote, disrespectful or being, quote, angry or whatever, I just pause and say, okay, just let's try that again, okay? That's not kind. I need you to choose a kind word like, mom, I really don't feel like taking a bath. Now try it again. Now that doesn't mean he gets out of the bath. It just means I'm giving him additional words to use in those moments. Yeah, that's great. So I think we could talk about this forever, but I have two more quick questions to ask you. The first one is this. I feel like at this age, especially in the, in this middle age group, I feel like a lot of times what I see is that this is the moment where a parent's kindness to others or lack of kindness really is tried out by the kids. I think, you know, um, my kids are a little older than this now, but I remember when they were this age and I would overhear in a classroom or in a, you know, with, with their friends or in other settings, I would overhear a kid make a statement or say a phrase. And I would think that is not a seven-year-old phrase, right? That's something that someone has said. They've heard that somewhere. They've heard that. Um, and I think this is the age where they really start trying that stuff on. And so what we say about others when they're not present gets repeated to other people by our elementary age students. So I think this is maybe the most critical time for us to be displaying kindness, especially in what we say about other people, because um, you don't really know how often they're going to say it in front of their friends or their friends' parents. (laughs) Have you had experience with that? Definitely. And (laughs) I think of two key times where we as parents need to be extra cautious. One when we're feeling frustrated and we're venting, whether that's to a friend on the phone or maybe we FaceTime someone or we're having a a conversation with our, our partner or our, you know, mom who lives with us or whatever. And we're just venting, right? We're just frustrated by something and we're venting. You know how, when you're on the phone and then it seems like everybody needs something from you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So that means they're listening to you while you're on the phone. They're listening to you when you're engaged in conversation with someone else. So you have to be extra careful about the words you're you're using to describe other people because they may mimic that same language, like you're saying, because even when we think they're not paying attention, trust me, they are. Yeah. So then that leads me to my last question I want to cover with this age group. And that's about gossiping. Oh, we just covered it. You just covered it a little bit about parents doing it and kids listening. But um, that I think that's sort of the antithesis of kindness at this age. And then moving into the next age group. What what advice do you have to curb gossiping at this age? Yeah. So you might not think about your um, elementary kid as a gossiper. You might be thinking, "Eh, maybe we should put this in the teen version. But actually, it starts here, right? It starts with friendships at this age where when our elementary kids get mad at a friend for doing something that they don't like, they might tell another friend what that kid did to them. And in that, they're sort of venting the same way we vent, right? But generally speaking, when they're venting, they're not using kind words and they don't realize the impact of that level of gossip. And so you may need to sit down with your child and help them understand what gossiping is, 
how hurtful it is to other people. And maybe you relate it back to how it might feel for them if they knew that their friends were saying, you know, not kind things about them. So how can we do reverse gossiping, right? How can we say kind things about our friends to our other friends? That's, uh, that's one of the antidotes to, to sort of keeping our, our friends in like crunchy places, right? So we want to try to help our elementary kids realize, one, gossiping is not great, but reverse gossiping, saying nice things about our friends who aren't around is really good at helping us stay in the right frame of mind about our friends. Wow. That's really good. That's good. Okay. So like I said, we could do this for hours. We could talk about kindness on and on and on. Um, so, and we kind of do, honestly, every month, I think we work in a way to encourage kindness and encourage, um, you know, good treatment of other people. So if people want to know more, if they want to hear more about what you have to say about kindness or other words that we can encourage in our kids, where can they find you? Yeah. So my website is makewordsmatterforgood.com. And on Facebook, I am MWM with kids. And I realize I should be telling people about my um, podcast called Kids These Days, Tools for Supporting Children's Mental Health, where I talk about all sorts of things there. But That's awesome. That's amazing. And um, you can find out more about Core Essentials at coreessentials.org uh, or on social media. We're on, we're on most of them. We're on many of them. And you can check out what we're teaching kids each month, learn a little bit more about the curriculum and find out how you can encourage it in your home as well. Beth, it was great to talk to you about kindness. I you know find how you, much I love kindness. <laughs> that's right. And I find you to be one of the kindest people I know. So I am very glad to have you as a friend. I value you very much. So we will be back next month where um, I love talking about kindness. I do not love talking about the word we're going to talk about next month because it is hard for me. <laughs> so with that little teaser, we will t- see you guys next month. And um, I will disclose all of all of the things that I cannot do with this word. We'll talk to I you guys then. It. Bye.